Hello and welcome to After All This Time, always episode 10. Uh, 11, 11, Pat. Oh, this is 11, yeah, sorry, 11. my bad. Nine and three quarters, that's confused us all. Uh, with your host, me, Patrick Holland, and our producer... Joe Power. And uh, Tom is absent is, at the I moment. T- that is a very empty looking chair I'm staring yeah. at. It's a bit weird. Uh, he hasn't bothered turning up to his own house. I know, it's very strange. He is isn't absent it? from Podwarts. Maybe he's out on official secret Podwarts business. Potentially, potentially. Um, so, what are we talking about today, Pat? We are talking about the first film in the Harry Potter film franchise. Oh, I hate this film. I know. <laughs> I know you do, and I have a few things to say about it as well. I think uh, the finger that you use to play gripes when you're editing is probably going to be overused. Oh, right, okay, sure, good stuff. Oh, we've got got Brennan Reese walking into the into the studio for he's... fans of him and now he's leaving <laughs> see you Brennan see you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, yeah in all honesty guys Tom has just uh, gone to look after his daughter and we're uh, we're starting the show without him yeah we thought it'd be funny but I also thought he'd have come back in by now <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got we've got uh, it's packed house we've got Tom's replacement his wife Anna is here come take a seat Anna I'd do such a better job <laughs> you would <laughs> Anna, you already do. You already do, <laughs> mate. Have you started the record? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I'm sorry. I did your intro. Hello. <laughs> no, we said Tom Tom. Tom Tom, that was your introduction. Get on the mic. I Quick. do think in this day and age it is disgusting that there isn't a woman on the podcast. Just so you are aware. Our gender representation is awful, but our gender pay... It's, we had, there is no gap. Completely there is no gap in our gender pay because we don't get paid anything. But it's you know three men at the top when there's women who are better qualified for the job. Still, I, I don't doubt that. And there's some lol dolls. <laughs> lol dolls. <yeah. laughs> we should do a lol doll specific podcast. Pat, I don't really think we know what we're doing without Tom here. So we just should we just should we start again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm going to roll the music again, and then hopefully Tom will come back in. Okay. Hello and welcome to After All This Time Always Podcast with your host, me, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And as always, producer Joe, he likes high energy. I do like high energy. Thanks for turning up, Tom. Good to see you. Yeah. Uh, What are we doing? What are we doing here today? What are we talking about? Um, Well, I I don't know. Why why were you directing that at him? He doesn't doesn't have the list. He He didn't even turn up on time. He normally says, and we're here to talk about... The first book or the first oh, yeah. film. He normally, yeah, Tom, introduce it properly, please, mate. And then we throw to you to say what we got coming up. Okay. This is episode, Jesus, this... do you guys pay attention? <laughs> this is episode 11, and we are finally talking about the films. We are talking about specifically Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or... If, yeah, if you're uh, in the United States of A... <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Saucy Stone. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to talking about. What this. else have we got coming up on the show, Joe? We have got a full house of features. Is that mm. a phrase? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Oh, just basically all the classics, mate. As well as a couple of little newbies. We got peeves. Yeah, we got some peeves. We got some peeves with the last few episodes. We got some. Need to be addressed. Peeves. Yes, please. Uh, pensive. Yep. 2001. 2001. This film came out. Did anything happen in that year? 
Plenty, oh. mate. Plenty. Oh, we'll, be, we'll be setting the scene and we'll be talking about the first time we saw the film. Yes. We've, we've, got, uh, we've got a new feature, Pat's new feature, uh, The Chamber of... Regrets. Regrets. Not regrets. Regrets. Yeah, <laughs> because you get it, right? It because of like cigarettes. It turns, yeah, it's <laughs> the chamber of cigarettes. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got a little visit from uh, the email. Emails dropping dropped in a couple of letters. Yeah, I got some email uh, dung on my <laughs> on my coat. So I look forward to seeing what that delivered. We've got oh, mails here. <laughs> <laughs> Save hate, that. Hate. Oh, do you know what? It's it's the what I don't like about that is it goes, oh, mail's here, and then you see the owl come through. Like, how yeah, does he know yeah, the mail's here? There's no, there's no mail here when I'll he says tell it. Tell you who hey. wasn't there, Rick Mail, because he got cut from the film. Uh, let's save this. Save, save it. it. Oh, save, save the energy. It. We got uh, cryptic clues, results from last week, as well as five new clues. Mm, yes, looking forward to finding out what they are. And then we've got Joe's. Classic quiz. Hopefully, it'll go better than last I've, week. I've got a new section as well, guys. Another new section. Yeah, oh, let's hear so it. Uh, it's for characters that weren't actually in the film that were in the books. Okay. Uh huh. Decide to call the section. It's morphing time. Oh yes, <laughs> please. Oh, morphing goals. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. They didn't include him in the film. So uh, no, yeah, big, well, big fan yeah, of that. Notoriously absent from the films. Oh. It's morphing. And we can time. talk about which actors we felt would have. Done the roles justice. Oh god, that's that's well, a great male for a start. <laughs> male for a start. Well, yep. uh, yeah, lovely stuff. Okay, so sh- what's what's peeves? first? Peeves. Of course, peeves. Got some peeves. Peeves. Uh, with the last few episodes, we'll just fly through them. Um, so on episode, God, I'm awful at this now. Episode nine, I think it was. I said we had two emails of note. Uh-huh. Uh, and I thought that was a little rude. All the emails that we get sent are of note. Yes, they are. Um, I was wrong to say that, and we appreciate all of them. It was just there was two that actually we felt could generate some conversation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tom, in the quiz a few episodes ago, what was Dean Thomas's boggart? You said it was a mummy. Yeah. Uh, I know where you got that from. The mummy was Parvati's boggart. Yes. Uh, in the quiz as well. What charm raises one's voice? I said sonorous, and you were absolutely right to call me out. That's the incantation for it. The charm is actually just called the amplifying charm. Oh, right. Um, but, if, <laughs> but if I get a point docked, it makes no difference. Like, keep the point or get it docked, it makes no difference yeah, because you still won. Yeah. Uh, I also said Fantastic Beasts. Uh, I think the new film is going to be set in the 30s or 40s. That's wrong. It's set in 1927, one year after the first film, which was set, if you can't do the maths, in 1926. Uh, this is a peeves that's been sent in. Uh-huh. The peeves intro, peeves, yep, is too loud. It's too loud, is it's it? It's a little Who harsh. That, uh, that came from Trivial Pursuit Dan. Trivial Pursuit Dan. Hi, Trivial Pursuit Dan. Yeah, thanks again for the Trivial Pursuit. Love it. Um, I actually, um, I actually turned it up in the edit last week as well. That would be why. Yeah, he said he yeah, said he so. thinks it's hilarious. He likes the abruptness of it. I'll, it was uh, just a little harsh on the eardrums. I'll pop it down, mate. Thank you, thank you. Dan's very appreciative. And uh, anything on Gene Wilder, Tom? No, we agreed that I won. We did not. No, agree we that. did not agree we that. Did not agree yes, that. We did. No, we did not. <laughs> yes, did. I will lend you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. After this episode, Pat, I will lend you the producer's DVD, and you can can go away. And Do you it. genuinely believe that we agreed that you won? Them? <laughs> yeah. This you are is insane. madness. No, <laughs> like, why would you not think Gene Wilder said that? Why are you both besmirching no one of the most did. beloved comedy, comedic actors of our time and you're sitting there going, he wouldn't say that. How dare you? Oh That's Willy Wonka, for God's sake. 
This argument has been going on Why are you having such a go at Gene Wilder? I don't know. He's a really great man. And he had some great quotes. And stop trying to take it away. He used to go around other historical figures and go, no, I didn't say that. I can't can't have this argument for another three months. No. (laughs) Stop, stop arguing. Just admit it. As you're here, I'll happily take the DVD, but as yeah. you're here, I've got some DVD issues at the moment, but that okay. we'll come go into that a oh, bit later. Nice. Well, actually, well, you can go into it now, Mick, because uh, my only peeve, it's uh, What's like you a... got this week? Well, yeah, I think you are going to have a go at me, because it's a preemptive peeve <sighs> for next week's show, oh. because I was up late doing prep last night, um, and I thought I'd written down some peeves. What I'd done is actually just written the word peeve... And then a line, and then forgot to write anything afterwards. Uh, so can I can I apologise for, for something you haven't done yet? Well, you, well, my my peeve absence. I didn't didn't write any peeves down, and I've I've pretty much forgotten. So every, you do everything. have so you do have peeves to make. You just I'm, don't know I'm what they are. I did, but I don't want to. I don't want to keep getting it wrong, guys. I've, I think. I've, it, that, do you know what? I think I was not, just nervous. I think I was not, nervous. I've not I've something. Got a peeve. That's not something wrong with the last episode, yeah. is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> Pat is shaking. <laughs> if there's one thing that absolutely just, furious, just makes him so angry. <laughs> How can you not understand this? Well, here's what what constitutes a peeve. <sighs> In in terms of the show segment peeves or a peeve in general, I tell you what, I, I will yeah. demonstrate. I will demonstrate. I've got a peeve. Okay. So I in the quiz said the imperious charm. It's not the imperious charm. It's the imperious curse. Yeah. You gave me mm-hmm. a point. Obviously, in the scheme of things, I got the snitch. Let so it slide. I'll yeah, let that slide. Yeah, yeah. Too, but that that sort of thing because that was a mistake that we've sure. now rectified. I've made a mistake. Harry Potter. In that I forgot to write down my peeve. But you so made, I've, just, you, I've just done next week's You one, made so. that mistake uh? last night at, yes. in your house. Yes. You didn't make that episode. mistake in the episode last yes. week. No, but this would have been the peeve for next week. What do you but mean, yes, insta- no? What's yes, no? <laughs> <laughs> what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> yes, no. The Harry Potter fan Do you mean base. yes or no? What are you talking about? Yes, yeah, no, yes. <laughs> Pat, the Harry Potter <laughs> fan base take I'm aware of them. Take this stuff very seriously. So, Peeves was yes. designed for if we got things wrong on the show, we'd address it the following episode and go, "Okay, mm. we made a mistake last time. We realized we got this wrong. We're we're perfectionists. Yeah. Here is the corrections." Yeah. What so, you not, did last yeah. night <laughs> Or did not do last night. <laughs> That's shaking his finger at me so aggressively. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm on my third cup of coffee What now. you did. <laughs> it's inexcusable. It's like I've just chucked paint on your house. Did you ever find out who did that, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> um, a gripe would be, this week, I tried to post up um, our uh, cryptic clues yes. into a Harry Potter fan group. Oh, was, and was and was blocked out of the group for doing so. Outrageous! We're just trying to spread the joy. Just trying to spread the word. We're not even saying. I'm not even saying listen to the podcast. I'm saying have a go at these cryptic Harry Potter based clues. Yeah. yeah, this is something so, you guys might enjoy. Yeah. Uh, can we name and shame the group? I, just, I can't remember. It's called like Harry Potter fan group. Screw on Facebook. Oh, screw well, you guys. Yes, screw you. you. You bunch of bitches. Don't need you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow that, but you know what I mean. It's they just are. like they're, 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 just, they're the slithering of the Harry Potter fan fandom because they're going. Oh, you can only have people in here that don't post up 
clues that are attached to a podcast, a very good podcast. Yes, that everyone in this <laughs> room would probably love. Fair enough, the producer doesn't get what a peeve is. But <laughs> that aside, very That's good podcast. Well produced. Well done. Yeah. Well done, me. All right. oh, should we take a dip into the pensive, guys? Yes, this I know how to do. Yeah? Yeah. You sure? Yes. You're not going to start talking about 2003? Because that's <laughs> <laughs> It's not just the general past. It is a specific area of the past. Okay, I'll just stay silent for this now. <laughs> okay. Let's dip back into 2001. Okay, so quite a lot happened in 2001. We're going to try and... Sorry, yeah. see, I've got two pages here. It was um, it was announced in the summer of 2000 that the film yeah. was coming. So we had a bit of a wait. Yeah, uh, and, and it was quite a, um, uh, a public production in that when they cast the kids, that was like headline news. I, I remember... Um, do you remember My Family? Yeah. The sitcom? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the, the mum is <laughs> in the it. Tolls. The mum is in it. Madam Hooch is, is Zoe Wanamaker. Yeah. But they proper announced... He has got it for Michael, the third son, as um, the third son, the third kid. Oh, I remember him, I remember, yeah. Oh, Long hair, glasses, God. I remember. He, it was a newspaper article, I remember reading it, saying he's got the role. And then maybe a week, maybe a couple of days later, it said, oh, no, Daniel Radcliffe's got it. Hmm. No, I, I remember distinct. I, I, I remember distinctly seeing Daniel Radcliffe for the first time. I think it was on News Round or something like that. One yeah. at something after school, and just him looking very... Wide-eyed, a lot of people taking pictures of him and stuff. I remember... Um, he definitely looked the part. He oh, did yeah, look the yeah, part, time, but yeah. I remember... Um, I don't know if you remember this, Pat. There was a comic relief either before the first film... The first film hadn't been released yet, and he came out, and so did Stephen Fry, and Ant and Deck were the presenters, and they did a thing where they had a check, but the check was 14 sickles and three nuts. And then they... Yeah. And you, I remember you coming in, you, you had concerns with him, because you went... He just looks a bit weedy, but then obviously that's what Harry Potter is. He's quite yeah, a weedy little kid. Yeah. But you were a bit uh, you were a bit anxious about it. Uh, maybe, maybe I just thought he didn't sort of just look up to it. Um, yeah. No, the weediness works. Maybe it's because by that point we would have been on like book four. So in my head, yeah. the Harry in my head was a little older, possibly. Sure. God, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, yeah, I remember having a conversation with you in school about it because back then, you know, you would you would watch. Probably mm. all of current relief. You won't be able to do what you do now and yeah. have it in digestible chunks. Cherry pick the like. Only watch the bits designed for comic relief. Don't watch the sad bits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to say I do that, uh, but I also donate. So you know, so, yeah, you can't money. Judge me. <laughs> just uh, just on your time. Time watching. <laughs> <sketches>. <laughs> Tell us about 2001, Pat. All right, lot happened. Uh, pop stars. Do you remember Pop Stars? That TV show. Yes. Uh, started the wave of like Pop Idol and an X Factor. Was that, that was that the first? Was that Simon Cowell's original one? No, no. this was um, you had uh, Nasty Nick or someone who. No, was... uh, Nasty Nigel. Nasty Nigel. Nasty, was Nasty Nick was Big Brother. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Can to- I? To- Hearsay won it, didn't they? They did. Um, they... You had Danny. You had Noel. You had Kim. You had Mylene, and you had Suzanne. Correct. Oh, <laughs> well done. I mean, we could talk a bit more about Hearsay if you want. Because did, didn't we... you meet one of Hearsay? Yeah, you met. We met Danny. In a TGI Friday after we went and saw Les Mis. And uh, it was just a few weeks after the show had um, finished. So Did you he go and see Hearsay, Hearsay live? live? Huh? Did you go see Hearsay Live? I was going to bring that up a bit later. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a nice little tease. <laughs> I, I had the album and the single. I did. Uh, Tom, do you remember The Mole on Channel 5? 
Got a challenge oh, for you. What a show. Absolutely love that show. Love that show. And I think me and you were the only people that watched it. Uh, Not yeah. just in our school, but in the whole A really world. underrated show. That show was brilliant. Oh, that debuted on Channel 5 the day after Popstars debuted on ITV. Wow. Um, Johnny Vaughan and Denise Van Outen end their stint as presenters of Big Brother. George W. Bush. Big Breakfast. Big Breakfast, sorry. George W. Bush is sworn in as the 43rd president mm-hmm. on the 20th of January. Uh, foot and mouth happens in February. The IRA bombed the BBC in March. Oh, God. Oh, comic relief that year, 16th of March. David and Victoria Beckham are interviewed by Ali G. Yes. Fun that fact. was That was that year. And that was the year Jack D was in the celebrity Big Brother house. Yeah, the Exorcist, and he won. The Exorcist is shown on British TV for the first time in March. Oh, my God. Um, so much happened. Live and kicking is ending. So really, oh, sad. our childhood is, <laughs> yeah. is officially ending. Yeah, right about this Jesus. time, like Big Breakfast is losing its presenters. Live and kicking's ending. Uh, Barrymore had a party. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Clockwork Orange is shown on TV for the first. I time remember I watched that. It was on Channel Four, right? Yes. So, yes. Yeah, uh, oh no, through Sky Box Office. Sorry. Ninth um, of July, the first episode of The Office is on BBC oh, Two. Wow. Our teen years are officially starting. Yeah. Our wow. childhoods are definitely ending. 2001. Um, 26th of July. Channel 4 airs the paedophile episode of Brass Eye. I remember watching that. And I remember On my that. black and white telly in my room. I remember that being all over the news the following day. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was the best publicity because I was not aware of the show before. Uh, David Blaine appeared on GMTV and had that weird interview with Eamon Holmes. Oh, damn, uh, yeah, 7th of September. One million children in over 3,000 schools. I don't remember this. Participate in an experiment to discover if it's possible to create earthquakes by all jumping off chairs. Yeah, yeah we did. I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that I at remember all. That. Yeah. But I'm guessing we would have done it. Yeah. Um, Charles Ingram. <laughs> on the 10th of September, Charles Ingram, Major Charles Ingram, wins a million pounds on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He, of course, went on to have the famous... Uh, the coughing thing, where, yeah. yeah if, you, if you ever watched a documentary about that, it's absolutely fascinating. It's an amazing story. It, it, you watch the whole, you watch the whole show, and you just hear that it's mm. so blatant, mm. so blatant. Did you ever see the Have I Got News for You afterwards with Paul Merton? Because apparently his wife had an argument with it. He was meant to stop at like thirty-two thousand or sixty-four thousand. Oh, something, really? And he kept going. So his wife was having to go home afterwards. It was like people are going to get suspicious. Paul Merton just did this really funny bit about like, what were you thinking? Where are we going to put all this money? <laughs> uh, on the eleventh of September, nine eleven yeah, happened. Yeah. Uh, a few days later, my granddad died. A few days later, we went and saw Hearsay live. Uh, 29th of November. Not much else happens the rest of the year. It's pretty much 9-11 stopped that year. This yeah. film came out on the 16th of November. The only other thing of note I found was on the 29th of November that year, George Harrison died. Oh. Uh, the only thing I wrote for 2001, literally the only thing I wrote was uh, The Strokes. Their first album came out that year. Oh, yeah. So, but, it, but that's mad. Joe's looking back into on music, that. everybody. <laughs> no, but that I think that that's mad. Looking back on two thousand one, that's a massive year. So, if we yeah. think Huge of year. things that ended, like so, Big Breakfast. That was uh, Johnny or Johnny and Denise on Big Breakfast. That was our yeah. mornings before school. Big Breakfast kept on going, but really, yeah, them no. leaving was kind of the beginning yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. the end. Exactly. Um, and what was the what was the other thing? Live and kicking ending. Yeah, that was another massive part of our childhood. But then the Office. That brass eye special and the strokes, they're, they're like three pretty defining things in our teenage... Well, yeah. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you know we like The Office. Yeah. You can yeah. Sort of yeah. tell. Oh, do we? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this, this film came out and cinema was in a weird place. 
this uh, 2001, some mm-hmm. of the other films that came out this year. Oh, it's always been at the top of the high street. <laughs> <laughs> you could just see there's quite a few jolly films out um, because, like, again, cinema took a sort of a downturn. Not a downturn, but films got really, like, gritty realism became uh, in vogue after 9-11. But you've got like Freddy Got Fingered, Shrek, Moulin Rouge, <laughs> First Fast and the Furious, AI starring the new Dumbledore, Young Bulldore, Jude Law. Young uh, Bulldore. Now, is, uh, Legally just, Blonde, just Jurassic quickly Park quickly on, on AI, I heard the rumours were that Spielberg wanted, were, chose to direct that rather than mm. Harry Potter. Yeah. And Spielberg insisted on having an American child play Harry Potter. There are conflicting stories. I, yeah. I remember hearing that he wanted to do it as an animated film. I don't think he thought special effects were, even though, you know, he's obviously a champion of special effects. Yeah. They weren't up to the standard he wanted it. So he, I think he wanted it to be like a Toy Story sort of animated, right, kind okay. of what he ended up doing with Tintin. Um, yeah. And yeah, he wanted Hayley Joel Osment to voice Harry. Right. Yeah. Oh. And I think Robin Williams was in the running to be Hagrid. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So, like, an all-American cast? All-American. Have a non-American cast, Spielberg. Yeah. American Pie 2, Rat Race, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Jurassic oh, Park 3, word. Monsters, really? Inc., Shallow Howl. Uh, when this film came out, The Others was at number one. Uh, oh. That, oh, yeah, yeah I remember Nicole that. Nicole Kidman. This film would stay at number one for quite a few weeks until it was knocked off by Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, uh, yeah. That's all my prep. What were you guys doing in 2001? Uh, school GCSEs had just Wait, started yeah, waiting for Harry Potter to be released pretty much <laughs> yeah what did you think of it when you saw it the first time I absolutely loved it yep absolutely loved it I remember we went to Blue Water shopping centre and it was around Christmas time now Blue Water is uh, it was quite new I, don't, I wonder when Blue Water was open it was like 99 99 so, yeah. and it was the, at the time the biggest shopping centre in Europe mm. and because it was near Christmas so it was obviously November maybe, maybe even the start of December when we saw it <clears throat> Um, I went with all my family, uh, mum, dad, two brothers, and everywhere. It was all Christmassy. I remember they have the, these deers that light up. They mm. go all out with the decorations at Christmas, don't they, at Blue Water? Yeah, they've got like those animals made of twigs that are yeah. lit, and, uh, lit internally. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. So I absolutely loved it. And um, I, wasn't, I wasn't that sad that my song wasn't in it. So Your, your song? I beg your pardon? So I've never told anyone else this. No. But if you <laughs> This is generally I've not I've not warned Pat and Joe about this. No, you haven't. So I So I wrote a song <laughs> what? for the first song for the first movie. Can I Yeah. Can I can I guess where this might be going? Go, go on. Because there were open auditions for kids around the no, country. No, I I never auditioned, didn't, didn't audition. but I I wrote the lyrics down and, and Sent them off. Thomas. Oh, <laughs> I, I can't even remember where I sent them to. Pat's about to rip the skin off his head. I can't remember where I sent them to. I never recorded it, but I, I remember the tune and how it went. And oh. basically, at the time, I was very... I, I, I can't remember if I... I, like, I really like Justin Timberlake's voice, and maybe he could go high. So the song was very... <laughs> was in that, in that range. Um... It was called because so, every movie had a soundtrack, and every, like you know, you think of Wheatus and Teenage Dirtbag. That was actually from a movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, forgettable movie. Obviously, the Bodyguard had Whitney, um, <laughs> Batman and Prince, Batman and Prince, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves had Brian Adams. Yeah. So I just assumed that 
Harry Potter would need a song. Oh, like that's that. so good. Um, so so, was, tell me, you're about to perform. I can us. perform it. I can give us give us a little blast because so this is your, your this 13... is frankly going to make or so break this podcast. It would start with the piano. Harry Potter, now don't you cry. Help is coming on a motorbike. Gonna take you to people you don't like. Oh, good look Lord. inside you now. You got the magic inside you. Magic inside you. Magic to guide you. Magic inside right, you. Right, no, we have to stop now. Magic this is has to end. You. Oh, the magic. <laughs> That's wow. all I can remember of the song. And they, d- they didn't use it. Didn't use it. That. Maybe I needed well, to well record done. it and, and send it, but... Yeah, yeah oh. so you just sent them those words yeah. on a piece of paper. <laughs> I can't remember what no accompanying note written in no. blood. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's just written the word magic inside you again and again and again. <laughs> yeah, it was a repetitive chorus. But I mean, how good was that on a motorbike? That's Hagrid. To people you don't like, that's the Dursleys. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Uh... I'm honest. I'm honest. Wrote the whole first film, basically. Do, do you know what? One of the I'm. Glad they didn't use your song. To, one of the only good notes I made about this film was uh, John Williams. That score is perfect. I was going to say this. Oh, no, I didn't want it in the film, but I wanted Which, it... Closing credits. Closing credits, <laughs> and then people like, get the soundtrack, and you can get... Go, go to number one. Yeah, and, go to uh, number one, and people are like, oh, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I wanted to basically be the Will Smith of the Harry Potter. Because <laughs> that's what he does in Wild Wild West. If you ever listen to the song Wild Wild West, which I do on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He basically just out out he just tells you what happens. He lists the, the plot of the film. I don't need to see and that film. Saving Men in Black. Me. Men in Black. Boom. There's the film. That's yeah. what happens in the film. And that's all I was doing. But obviously I'm not as talented as Will Smith. I, I can't I can't believe this, but I have no memory of the first time I saw this film. Oh really? I, I, I what I remember is having conversations with you about it at school. Yeah. Talking about what we both thought, but I have no actual memory of the first time I saw it. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, no, I'm. Did well, you see I, it so much, Joe? No, no, no. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned before, but I was too busy listening to the Strokes and being oh, cold in 2001. Um, He's an indie kid. Yeah. Uh, no, I watched it on DVD. Uh, my family has a thing of. Were you wearing your skinny tie at the time? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was wearing my St. Columbus school uniform tie. Yeah. Um, no, uh, my f- my family has a thing of just being into the biggest thing at the time. So my mum bought the DVD when it came out because it was massive, Same, yeah. like, along with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and I, rem- I remember watching it on DVD with my family Sunday afternoon and hating it. And I've had a consistent... You hated it first time? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I mean, we can go into this later on, but I really didn't like it. I think the moment... The moment that really stands out to me the first time I watched it was um, the tapping of the bricks... And then the bricks go back, and they go into Diagon yeah. Alley. Uh, why did the bricks change colour? Yes, that is some. That's very poor CG. That's re- and there's it's consistently bad throughout. So I can understand um, a, Spielberg, I, I like it's Neville's <laughs> face when he's on the broom. CG like, yeah. CG stuntmen were awful in that. Like yeah. there's some shots during the Quidditch match which are awful. Like mm. Oliver Wood gets knocked off his broom as the actor falls. Turns into a digital stuntman to land. Yeah. His hair changes colour as he's falling. Yeah, gets uh, like several that's, shades that's darker. That's stuff you're noticing now. Like, no, you, no, I remember noticing then, that at the did time. Did you say, "Oh, it's CGI. It's not great." Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No, it I, I thought the bricks looked bad the first time. We're kind of getting into what I uh, intended the Chamber of Regrets to be, which yeah. is actual film analysis. 
Okay. So that's the. Well, I mean, I've only got regrets. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I've just opened up the chamber of regrets. Now we're inside. Um, Need some oil in. <laughs> <laughs> it's knackered, mate. I'm opening up my, my regrets chamber too often. Um, so you go for your thought breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I first note I made when I was rewatching this was say what you like about these films. As soon as I hear John Williams score, I'm I'm on board. But then the first scene really just really annoys me. Like the Deluminator doesn't work like that, right? The light just goes off. It doesn't shoot towards the thing because that can you can what is the most inconspic the most conspicuous way? Like why you want to turn all the lights off so that no one can see us? All right, turn them off then. Don't do it in that big flashy sort of the light is shooting down the street. People are going to look out the window going, what was that? What was that? Mm. How much have you written, Pat? That's the very first thing we see in the film. This is the, gonna... way, the way McGonagall says muggles in the opening scene is with the wrong emphasis. She says they're the worst kind of muggles imaginable. And she's saying it like it's a term of uh, hatred. What she should say is they're the worst kind of muggles imaginable. So she's already there's, using she's using that phrase. There's a, a consistent problem with emphasis on the wrong words and the wrong line throughout this film. Yeah. I, I had a real problem with the opening scene actually. In the the opening of the book, you really get a feel of what's just happened. Mm. Like all the wizards celebrating and stuff like that. Like I, for something to be cut, I thought because I think that sets the scene perfectly for everything that you're about to read. Yeah, but th- then it's just this sort of anonymous. Badly acted, badly CG'd scene. I mean, like, and when, I feel I've when Hagrid come comes in on the bike, it looks like Batman Forever. What, was that Batman Forever, <laughs> the one with Mr. Ice? Uh, that Batman was Batman and Robin. Robin. Batman and Robin. It looks like I've that got, is those level effects. Don't worry, mm. listeners. I'm coming in for, to bat for it. Don't, <laughs> I'm not having this. Um, Petunia Dursley is perfectly cast. She's amazing. Fiona Shaw. I'll, I'll go with amazing. that. I'll go with that. Cast. Um, all the Dursleys are actually yeah yeah. yeah. although Dud- Dudley irritates me in this from too much shouting the change of hair colour doesn't bother me I and I think Dudley's good. again this is uh, this is another note I made Dus Dursleys are more cartoonish than in the books um, but ultimately they're alright that's because if they don't have that first scene with uh, that they have in the book where Vernon Dursley's shouting at people with his work and hmm. they see that Petunia is like a just you know nosy neighbor and mm. yeah. uh, judgmental. You need them to be more cartoonish, so it needs to be get up, get up, and yeah. bring me my coffee, boy. They they got a very quickly established that Harry is now living with people that aren't very nice to him. Mm. You know, um, yeah, and, and ultimately, I think they do a good job of that. Yeah. Uh, it's just the, the, the change from from book to film, and you know, there's no such thing as magic. Like <laughs> almost like that's made for the trailer, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, that's that line's a trailer. For the trailer. Line, yeah. uh, oh, okay. Here's something interesting. So, as I mentioned earlier, I'm having DVD issues, so I wasn't able to watch rewatch this on DVD. I found it on a dodgy website, <laughs> and it was the Sorcerer's Stone. First time I've ever watched the Sorcerer's oh, Stone. You did okay. get to watch it. Cool. And um, I would like to ask our American correspondent a question. The version I was watching had scenes I hadn't seen before. Oh, really? So when, when Harry gets his first uh, letter for Hogwarts, uh-huh. that scene has an extended opening where, you know, um, Dudley sitting in his smeltings uniform. Yes. Yeah. Th- there's an intro to that scene where he is posing for photographs in the which smeltings uniform. Which is in the uniform. book, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and Harry's going, oh God, am I going to have to wear that when I go to school? And 
Petunia says, you're not going to smeltings, you're going to state school where you belong. <laughs> and I can understand why they cut that because they've already established that they're bad and they're going to keep right. establishing it. Let's get to let's get to the plot. Yeah. Um, but is that in all versions of Sorcerer's Stone or did I just see a particularly extended version? Because there was a scene where Hagrid and Harry were on the tube, which I'd never seen oh, before. I've, I've never, never seen I've, that. I've never seen that. Here's a regret for the film. There is a continuity error. Later on in the film, Harry says, first time I ever met Hagrid, he said he wanted a dragon. You don't see that in the film. At least no version I've ever seen. Hagrid says it in the tube scene. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, American correspondent, we're putting you back to work. Is the tube scene always in the Sorcerer's Stone? Or is it just the dodgy version I saw? That's interesting. Good right, question. So we're, we're, Are we waiting still for her to respond? Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> still at the very start of the film. So what other regrets have you got? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, how uh, long's the list, Pat? Yeah, the, well, it's a couple of pages. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put up... That's a scroll. I'll tell you what, let's break up some of the negative. This, this yeah, yeah, I found Tom, very funny. Say what you like. When Harry gets on the Hogwarts Express, obviously he meets the Weasleys for the very first time, mm-hmm. we see lots of scenery change mm-hmm. until Ron then appears at him going, do you mind... Everwell's else is full. He must. <laughs> has he been stood in that corridor going? Yeah, I spotted that. They're going must, through a green field. They go through a green field. They just left King's Cross. Yeah, it's like oh, I've been stood here an hour, and that kid's in there on his own. <laughs> Everwell's else is full. Come on, Ron, we can do this because he's so like. You know, do you mind? Everwell's else is full. It's like. You've been on this train for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> just, have, you been, have you been? I've just been having a killer. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, first bleep! First bleep of the episode. No, sorry, 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 I didn't even earlier. think. I didn't even think. That's very good. Oh. <laughs> it's very odd. I was just—I just noticed it yesterday. Was like, yeah, I spotted that. So, yeah, I—you know—obviously they introduced Malfoy later. Um, Actually, I'll be honest. I prefer the way that Hag, the fact that they swatch, switch the sentence around. He says, "You're a wizard, Harry," because in the book he said, "Harry, you are a wizard. You are a wizard, Harry." I've got problems with that moment. Why? Oh, really? Serious problems. First off, Robbie Coltrane is excellent. Perfect casting. Perfect casting. Yeah, I agree. The "You're a wizard, Harry" line has no setup. Um, that line doesn't fit. Hagrid wouldn't you you just wouldn't say that in response to what Harry's just said. Harry's so Hagrid's gone, blimey Harry, haven't you wondered where your parents learned it all? Learned what? You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, no, I agree. I hate that line that as well. That makes no sense. That that's sh- not a con that's not a conversation. That should have been where the outrage from Hagrid started about uh the Dursleys not telling him about his parents. Yeah. That should have been the beginning of the re- but he's so jolly when he delivers the line. He's but not all, jolly. He's, because he doesn't know. He's got a big he, old smile on his face. He doesn't know yet that Harry doesn't know he's a wizard. So he yeah. hasn't established. He's like, blimey, didn't you know? wonder where your parents learned it all. In his mind, Harry thinks he's, Harry knows he's a wizard. Harry, All Harry says is, learned what? So you mean he should say... Yeah, like, you're, you're what do you wizard. mean, learned what? How do you you're not know? You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, that- all the magic they did. What do you mean, magic? What do I mean, magic? Like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. get there naturally. But he just jumps to the right conclusion, mm. uh, which for Hagrid is, you know, very impressive and slightly yeah. out of character. Do, do you know um, <laughs> my dad's theory? Go on. Um, do you know at King's Cross when uh, Bonnie Wright, who plays Ginny Weasley, goes, good luck. He went, mm. I think she, she added that. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> he, went, he went, 
So yeah, he went. So yeah. she'd have a line. Yeah, he, he <laughs> oh, yeah, get that, get that sweet get res- that. money. Yeah, she went. Good luck, and yeah, he he said, I think she put that in herself. <laughs> Another interesting thing. This isn't really a regret, but the version I was watching had subtitles on it. I think from a director's commentary that was. Um, recorded quite a while after because the director's commentary is making references to later films. So oh. it wasn't recorded for a DVD. One of the, uh, Something I thought you would like, Joe, is uh-huh. that the interior of the Hogwarts Express is modelled after the train from the Beatles movie Hard Day's Night. Really? Chris Columbus loved the design of it and wanted the interior, the cabins to yeah, look yeah, the yeah. same, the carriages. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, you can see that. That's yeah. great. I, I love that film. Watch that over Christmas. What a great film. Can we mm. talk about that instead? No. Hello, um, Grandad. Oh, I love it. Do you have any regrets about the film? Like, I've gone into a few. Mostly. Like, like continuity oh, errors. I've got a... What, what, like, what was cut from the book that you think is inexcusable? Um, I didn't like the way... If I remember first time around, because I'm obviously a book purist, and yet this is one of the books that is, it stays very close to the source. Mm. Very, very close. <laughs> yeah, almost to but its I detriment. Didn't, I didn't understand how they were naughty when Norbert was... Because Norbert, they barely touch on Norbert. Yeah. Norbert literally gets birthed and then is gone in the film. They, yeah, they never explain how he's uh, taken away. No, they do. Oh, but well, you, don't, you don't see it. It's just like yeah. a line. Yeah, they see Hagrid sniffing and goes, oh, yeah. Mm. Um, I think the kids are really good. Obviously, Ron is, I think Ron is the standout actor in this film of the three main kids. Yeah. Um, I think he's the strongest. Uh, I think Emma Watson looks really good at remembering lines. <laughs> um, you can tell she really gives it, but I, I, I assume your emphasis argument, Joe, is on the way she delivers The amount line. of pauses and then finishing the line with the wrong emphasis. Yeah. Oh, it's but so great. Remember, remember, these are 11-year-olds. Yeah, no, they for are. 11-year-olds, yeah, I think right. they do an incredible job. For yeah. a big budget Hollywood film, I'm and sure got... there was maybe one or now, two better. Now, the problems I've I... got, I will be honest. The Weasley twins were my favourite characters in the book. They're, <sighs> they're, it annoys me the fact they've got different accents to Ron. Mm. <laughs> they're from the. That's from a the big. North. That's a big. That's a problem with like American stuff. Yeah. Like if you've ever, have you ever watched um, <coughs> the me. episode? I mean, I know we're going off topic here, but Frasier. Yeah. When when Daphne's, Daphne's yeah, like she's got a Cockney brother, Richard E. Grant, and yeah. she's from like, up, up north. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, they don't care, do they? No, they don't. Actually, let's give that task to our American correspondent. Um, do you care about British accents? Can you? Did you notice the difference in their accents? I think back I, then, I think. <laughs> well, it's so presently. I'm not Fred. He is. Honestly, you call yourself our mother. And I remember, even as a kid, going, "Whoa, you are not Fred and George. <laughs> um, who, who are these?" Imposters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it takes a while. Uh, I loved, I thought Oliver Wood was perfect casting. Um, I didn't see him as Scottish in the book. Same, same. Never read him as Scottish, mm. but thought he was great. And he wasn't full Oliver Wood, like, but I just enjoyed his presence on the screen. I thought it was very mm-hmm. nice. Mm. Um, I thought Percy was, was fine. Uh, uh, I'm, no, no, I'm, I don't think Percy's all that. No? He's very m- badly monotone. Like, not like he's sort of stiff off a lip, but he's just like, First years, follow me, please. Hurry, yeah. th- hurry this way. It just sounds really <laughs> bad. I, I loved the film when I first saw it. Watching it back, so I watched it back yesterday. I, I, um, I, I, I got popcorn. I thought I'm really probably going to do oh, this. Oh wow, you did um, it! Popcorn, and I, I, I sat down 
and I watched it and first hour and a half was I enjoyed and then I, I just I'll be honest I got a bit bored um oh well you did yeah, get bored. I actually got a bit but bored you like the it. film and i like the film but i just got a bit bored maybe i've seen it too too much um, or, or maybe we read the books too recently maybe um but yeah i but then again i found the reading the first book the hardest book to read out of rereading all of these strange maybe really? it's just because That's you know how much good stuff's coming up it's sort of harder to you know muddle through the the early Mm, maybe because this this film is mostly just world building isn't it mm. I'll tell you a scene they do do well Mr. Potter yeah flawless celebrity although this is his worst film Alan Rickman's first film worst film sorry Alan Rickman's worst film what's worse about it mate as in he's better in all the others but he's still great in this yeah. film he still, he still nails this probably the best and <gasps> that's something that was an extended scene as well Go on. Uh, there's the, the version I watched, him and Harry had more of a back and forth afterwards. You know, with the the bit, I'm pretty sure it happens in the book where he's like, uh, and you, he's, you know, I'm sorry, I'm falling over my words. You know, he's like, what would you get if you uh, infusion of wormwood and all this? Yes. yes. He gives them the answers and then says, why aren't you writing this down? Oh. And Hermione's still got a hand in the air and Harry's like, well, considering Hermione's still got a hand in the air, pity you didn't ask her because it seems like she knows it. Oh, so does he start getting a bit cheeky? He starts getting a bit lippy with right, Snape. Right, okay. And they cut all of this out in every version I've ever seen before. Mm. It was an interesting... I, yeah. I thought it made the scene better, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah I was... Because in my head... Because I... Because I haven't watched that film in years, but I have read the book recently. I was waiting for him to get a bit, yeah, have a bit grow more a pair. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but I remember, yeah. I remember coming out and of the film first time, and we sat in the car and as we drove away. Um, for the viewers, all the tolls have a little bit of a tummy on us, and my dad just went. I think it was good that the fat boy won in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Neville. (laughs) It's good that the fat boy saved the day. (laughs) You know what? Speaking of the fat boy, this isn't relevant to Potter. Um, Okay, let's stop that. (laughs) (laughs) No, just no, just this week. I mean, because this was this is the thing that I I thought about this in the uh, in the last week because I've been loving doing the podcast. Joe's thoughts. Oh, for the love of God, I love (laughs) talking to you guys. Uh, no, I was I was thinking about the podcast this week, obviously, because we had a very silly episode last week. Mm. Um, sorry, the week before last. Through no oh, thought of Tom's own. Giving away, giving away some little trade secret there. <laughs> oh, yes. um, but uh, I found like myself getting a little melancholy. Just, just you know, it's sort of like looking back at the past and you go... Is that oh, a type, type of dog? <laughs> <laughs> that what are you going to call it, Joe? No, come on. Credit no, where credit's due. Not, that is I'm not brilliant. I'm not having it. I'm, I'm repeating that. For someone this week and pretending I came up with it. <laughs> Just there on the spot. <laughs> um, oh, what was my point? Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, just uh, like a, a little bit. I don't know. Sad. How are we meant to know what your point is? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Sorry, Joe, you're feeling bit. Oh, I haven't heard that for a week. I've just told you. I just told you I'm feeling sad. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I was trying to cheer you up. <laughs> But believe me, you didn't me. tell us you were feeling sad. You said you were feeling melancholy. Oh, I, I mean, I'm really struggling here, guys. Come on, help <laughs> well, me out. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's just you know, looking back at youth, and you just you know, we're all in our thirties now. You can't help but just go. Oh, remember when we had energy and we're, you know, we had a bit of yeah. you know, a bit of life in us. Whereas now I, we're I'm, in our thirties, looking back over. I'm glad you've caught up to this way of thinking. I yes. read the, our, <laughs> our best days yeah. are behind us. I mean, you've been thinking that since we were 14. But yeah, our best days are behind us. I joined the gym this week. 
Oh, really? No way, really? Yeah, I went for my induction. It was 15 minutes. And I literally was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, so you know, free to, to carry on and use the gym. And I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really rough. No, I did feel really rough. I've, I've done what I came I've here to do. I've done the induction. I'll, I'll come back next week. And I'm going to uh, feel guilty for six months and then cancel yeah. it. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, well, I need to effing start working out as well. But yeah. ten years, well, it got me thinking. Ten years ago, I remember, or maybe not ten years. Ten years ago, someone said to me that uh, I reminded them of Ewan McGregor, and I was like, "Oh, I'll take that. Thank you very much." Yeah. Mm. This week, within the space of an hour, someone said that I reminded them of Ricky Gervais, and then someone said I reminded them of Nick Helm. That is two fat bearded wow. men, <laughs> but physically what? or um, personality-wise, I took it to mean physically. <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, Ricky Gervais, I imagine I just speak like Ricky Gervais. But I still took it personally because the Nick Helm thing followed so soon later. I was like, <laughs> and also, did they like about point, at, point at your belly and go, you remind me of Ricky Gervais? <laughs> it's like no. prodding me and pushing me <laughs> <Yeah>. around, <laughs> laughing at me when I grazed my knee. <laughs> huh. was, it, was it definitely other people that said it to you? Yes, it was other people. Yeah? Why? Okay. Just... Seems suspicious. I was like, "Who's that?" I just got this image of you staring at yourself in the mirror with your top you. off, going, "You, Ricky Gervais, <laughs> you Nick Helm." Nick Helm. <laughs> and if that's the case, then I'm sorry you feel sad, but at least you don't feel melancholy. <laughs> I did yoga the other day. How's that? Um, <sighs> <laughs> awful. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when, when we were in Manchester. Um, how long do you think a yoga session would last? Hour? An hour. Yeah, that's what I thought. How long was it? At the top of it, the, the instructor went, right, so for the next 90 minutes, we're oh. going to be doing this. I know, I was in bits by the end of it. Because <laughs> yoga's like... Which is definitely not what yoga's for. It's meant to no. put you all back together, isn't it? It's meant to make you, like, more, make you more sort of supple and uh, you know flexible and whatnot. Just increase your core strength. But doing all that when you when you are not supple or flexible and have no core strength was a real pain. Was it not a beginner's class? No, it was an intermediate class. Oh. We didn't book it. You, right. you didn't. We were taken. Oh, oh. right. Okay. Also, oh, ninety like an hour. Your mother's going to be taken <laughs> <laughs> so, to yoga, so it's all right. Okay, calm down, Liam. <laughs> You're only getting taken to yoga. And I never got about that film. He says to her, right, run into the bedroom. Right, hide under the bed. Now do this, now do that. And now you're going to be taken. And it's like, wait, if the plan was for to, be, to be taken anyway, why am I running in and under the bed? Why don't right. I just give myself up willingly? Just touch Stop. your toes. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Try, try and some money to my account. Yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson doing yoga. <laughs> Imagine that. Be crazy. <laughs> now I want you to do the downward facing dog. <laughs> That was a good hacky setup there, Tom. Yeah, well, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it. <laughs> it's all material. <laughs> you know, if you see an open goal, you're going to tap that baby in, aren't you? <laughs> right, bringing it back to Potter. Bringing yeah. it back to Potter. Uh, Joe, did you have any um, inexcusable, unforgivable curses? <laughs> Moments that were cut from the from the film that should have been left in? Uh, well, no, it was... <sighs> Well, the Quidditch match, right, mm. was f- was fine, but once again, the importance around it, I, I, you didn't, you don't feel it from the film. I, I mean, I didn't want two more Quidditch matches in the film, 
but you just you don't get it would have been nice to see a scene beginning maybe with them walking away from the quidditch pitch yeah in their in their outfits or something to just show hey there is more than one game of Quidditch a year, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> hey, Harry caught it, which means he wins everything. Because there's there's so yeah. much about the books that I like, because it gets that feel of school just right. Like I've got homework, I've got training, I've got so much to do. Mm. Whereas you don't get that. What you get is the guy teaching him how Quidditch works, and then on your pop, yeah, yeah. in front I'm, of I'm everyone. Gonna, I'm <laughs> explain what these balls are. Now let's go play this game. Yeah, you don't get any of like the training or any of like you know him like doubting himself or whatever okay, would it be better mm-hmm. if it was a mini series like 100% game of thrones yeah yeah give I it agree. the game of thrones treatment but that's now they couldn't have done that back then they wouldn't have had the budget uh, no. For no and also TV at that series. point film and tv there was a massive game. you don't get massive. big stars in no, tv shows at that yeah sopranos has only swing. just launched in so what it's 1999 sopranos has only just sort of kick-started the new golden age of tv yeah exactly yeah yeah, and, and when this film was comes out. West, well, West Wing would have been out as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, around that time it would have been eight ball. But West, H- HBO would have been smashing it. Kirby Enthusiasm would have just started around that mm, time as well. But that's it. Where West Wing has got movie stars like Rob Lowe, and yeah, sure. Martin Sheen in in a, a TV series as regulars. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's when that started. And yeah, and then that the switch happened where movie stars would just do a series rather. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. Twenty four with Kiefer Sutherland. You know. Yeah. No, sure. Um, I wonder what what people considered the first TV series to make that change that the make that change proper happen is it'd probably be one of those three wouldn't it sopranos or I think uh I think West Wing was still very um because it was network TV in America so it was still 24 episodes a season yeah uh HBO was really the one that I think that brought in the much longer form story you know where each episode doesn't necessarily get wrapped up at the end you know, each series is one whole story. Uh, and they sort of brought that in with The Sopranos. I mean, West Wing did that as well. But you had yeah. like plots and, you know, subplots that were just sort of neatly tied up each episode, never heard of again. Yes, yes. Um, Sometimes was... they didn't even tie it up. They just never explained where characters went. But... Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was her name? Uh, was Mandy. And it Mandy. became known as Mandyism. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, that um, was, they just that didn't was explain where a character went who was important in the series before hugely important yeah uh yeah I, so that whole that whole era sort of kick-started the new wave but yeah i think if you give this if you give this book seven hour-long episodes you can you can do it all yeah. you know episode two ends with him getting to hogwarts and then the, the next five episodes are i just remember reading the book's Again, so I must have reread the first book before the film coming out, and reading uh, Seamus Finnegan was sandy haired, and going, mm. well, that, I could do that then. <laughs> I, could be, I could be Seamus Finnegan. And I could sing I've, my I've song in an Irish accent. I've got blonde hair, and I could be. Sh- well, that would mean more because it'd be like, oh, here's someone from the film. So I, w- I would definitely be Will Smith then. Yeah, because yeah, I'd be would. in the film and <laughs> singing my song. <laughs> And then the video would have probably been spliced with footage from the film. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. And Obviously. then the film with me at Hogwarts, but as the singer. Yeah. So it probably wouldn't It's like you in the dance. Great Hall and it's completely empty and lit yeah. in a slightly yeah, different yeah, yeah. way. And I'd be, I'd be, my arms would be held aloft and I'd be swirling round. And then, yeah. Um, and then maybe you might even have me like watching the film like projected onto the screen, onto like onto the wall of the Great <laughs> Hall. Sounds really classy. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. So you'd, you'd have your Wizard it. Harry, and then you know, oh that, yeah, 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 those key moments. Yeah, um, but <laughs> <laughs> never mind. It wasn't, it wasn't you know, 
I mean, I'm maybe in the works. future. Maybe in the future. Maybe. We can, we no can make point... it happen for you, Tom. Yeah. There's no point feeling uh, lemon poodle about it, is there? <laughs> <laughs> So guys, yep. this is my new uh, <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah, new yeah. future feature. Your new feature, my new feature. <laughs> okay, morphin time now, Joe. If you can splice some, it's morphin time. Yeah, yeah, that, okay, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Ready? It's my favourite song. Jingle. It's morphin time, guys. Not every character in the book is in the film. Now, one of the main characters that's missing is Peeves. Yes, which is where where we get the name of the Peeves. And he was obviously meant to be played by Rick Mao. Yeah, yeah. So, who would you have had playing Peeves? Would you have stuck with Rick Mao? Because I'll be yes. honest, yeah, I was disappointed that Rick Mao was Peeves. Really? really? I'm a massive Rick Mao fan. Yeah. And I wanted him as... When I read Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, uh-huh. all I could visualise Gilderoy Lockhart Oh, was, my God. Lord Flashheart. Because he's Lord Flashheart. Of and course. I thought I read Gilderoy Lockhart thinking it almost felt like J.K. Rowling had written that part for Rick Mao. Genius. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's why yeah, when, yeah. when, it, when it came announced he was Peeves, I was like, oh, okay. Bit, like, I was a bit, yeah. I was genuinely disappointed. So for me, Peeves, I don't know who. But he's very, I, I, when, he, when I heard he was cast, I didn't think of who he could have been. I'd never made that um, Lockhart connection before. I just thought oh. Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, he's perfect for Peeves. Yeah. Yeah, um, Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, that's probably where he got that role from. But, mm. um, also, I just... Is there any need for John Cleese to be nearly headless Nick? Uh, Apparently he was just paid a lot of money. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a python. He's yeah. A python. It's, it's just been very... I mean, who else... Uh, would you have had as Peeves? No, as head, nearly headless Nick. Just any anyone. You didn't say, "Oh, there's nearly headless Nick." You went, "Oh, there's John Cleese." Yeah, John yeah Cleese. No, it took exactly. you out of the yeah. movie because no. you went, "Oh, it's John Cleese." Mm, that's a good point. It, but I love, I love John Cleese, so I was just happy to see him. Yeah. I thought he did all right. I'm I glad you got it. happy did at this... some point in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> was... no, okay, I want to make clear. We sorry, we just mentioned this. I want to make clear that I do really like this film. I think it's charming as hell. I just have a lot of problems with it. Yeah, I'd, I'd also like to, because I mean, when I say I hate it, I mean, I really don't like this film. It's not a good film. But if I'm doing a Harry Potter rewatch, I will rewatch this film. I treat, I kind of treat it the same that I, the same way that I would treat like the Star Wars prequels. Hmm. Like I hate them, but if I'm rewatching Star Wars, I'll watch them and I'll still get excited by the music, you know? Yeah, yeah. John Williams, John Williams music. Like that that music will me. always... Oh. Carries you, me through the bits I don't like. Do you view it as a? It was, it was a uh, debate going on around Christmas time that people were saying, "Oh, it's a Christmas movie," and some people went, "It's not a Christmas movie." Do you view this as a Christmas movie? This first one, I don't. I don't see it as a Christmas movie, but no. the 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 theme music, the opening uh, title music, is on my Christmas playlist on Spotify because it does remind me of Christmas. What, sh- can you put that out? Just people want if people wanted to access that Christmas playlist. I'll, I will put it out on December the first. So there's a little tease for episodes. Yeah, I don't know nice. how many episodes. Episode <laughs> 30, yeah, 40 I something. I view this as a Christmas movie. I very much think of Christmas with this first movie. Do you know what? Do you know what I consider? I in this. It's in the same um, bracket as Die Hard, which is Die Hard's a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. but you can watch it any time of year. Harry Potter for me, this is a Christmas movie. Christmas is when I would choose to watch it, but 
I can watch it any time of year and not really, not really mind. <laughs> my, my, I just remembered. I, I'd only noticed this for the first time when I watched the film the other day. Is that weird Christmas song that the ghosts were singing? Did you spot that? <laughs> oh, yeah, what the like uh, the bit where they're just like, <laughs> it's so weird and will ruin every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks, ghosts. Thanks for nothing. Wish you could die again. <laughs> Okay, yeah, as mentioned, uh, I've got some owl dung <laughs> Go on, in. on my on my coat, so I'm guessing... Ah, oh, mail's here. Mail is here. Five Mail's seconds here. later, the birds will fly in. <laughs> uh, what have we got? What have we got? Well, our American correspondent did get back to us. Okay. Um, oh, on all the questions we've asked today? Uh, not on all the questions we've asked today, no. I don't believe she's heard them yet, but uh, she did get back to us uh, a further clarification on uh, the Arkansas... Thing. Our Kansas. Uh, what was what was the question? Oh, we we asked whether purists still pronounce it yeah. Voldemort. Yes. Um, she says uh, no. So uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. So that's that's that. Yeah. Um, she asked if uh, any of us had been uh, sorted into our. Is it Ilvermorny? Ilvermorny. Uh, yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced. No, um, well, I haven't been sorted into Hogwarts or. Oh uh, no! Okay, next week you're going to do your your Hogwarts sorting. Yeah? Yes, sorting we'll do that, pat. We'll do that the on uh, the mini sode next week. Yes. So, <laughs> sorting pat. Sorry, I was talking and didn't get to appreciate how brilliant that was. Sorry, Tom. So we all. So now we all understand America. We're all clear. Yes. We're all clear. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Lovely stuff. I've, I've learned something. Uh, yeah. I think we could uh, happily go we also, to. We've also got another email. Yeah, we did. We got a, an email from our old school friend, Archie. Aww. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. <laughs> I love Archie. He's wicked. Uh, he's been enjoying the podcast. Um, but he was quite funny in his email to us uh, because he simply he simply said, I don't remember the riots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, that we read out the newspaper? When, when we from. spoke about mm. uh, the riots the other week, right. that were in a, our version of the War of Hogwarts, he yes. doesn't remember it. <laughs> Um, I mean, one, I, I mean, but he to, uh, to, for, to give listeners uh, a bit of a understanding of Archie. He, I think he did fall asleep in his car an awful lot, didn't he? Not while driving. Not while Not driving. driving. No, no. But I, I just remember he because he was the first to pass his test and first to have a car, and he was the only one of us that drove to school. Yes. And instead of going to lessons, he'd go and have a <laughs> sleep in his car. Yeah. So he I mean, could, we, he it sounds like he's homeless, but. <laughs> He definitely had a home to go back to. Sorry, do you know what? One time I did actually see him start to fall asleep while he was driving. Oh, Oh, did you really? Yeah, we were driving back from Milton Keynes. We'd been to see Oasis. Yeah. And uh, like we'd been drinking and and, like jumping around and stuff like that. We were all knackered and we were falling asleep. Right. But I could see in in the rearview mirror his eyes just like going like that. I went, Archie! And he like just perked up and, and, uh, you know, he was fine for the rest of the journey home, but. Thank God I wasn't asleep. Yeah. I was able to catch him. Well done, Pat. Thank you. Saved some lives. <laughs> Could have lost day. ourselves a co-host there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he said. Um, he said when we started talking about it, he was like, "Huh?" And WTF are they on about? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> then as you continued discussing the matter, I slowly started to think, oh yeah, I do remember that. But this could just be my brain's eagerness to feel included, tricking me into remembering something I actually don't. Uh, <laughs> bless him. But then he says, when he, when he tries to recall details about the event, the only things he remembers are hearing that Mr. Tarrant was seen in the middle of a large group of youths attending to bring some order and control to the situation. Anthony... <laughs> Anthony Loghead getting his log-shaped head kicked in by a large crowd of nerd worlds. No, I think that's... That's not, a complete... He, that's I don't think he would have been there. No, he wouldn't have been there. That's a complete fabrication. <laughs> yeah, Loghead not... was the nickname of someone whose head looked a bit like a log. Uh, Sister Stella falling over and tripping up the stairs on her way to the stage during an assembly. Again, I don't think this is any way related no. to a riot, but it's an incident that I remember. That really gives an insight to the school. Yes, we did have a nun teaching us. And yeah. he also says... I saw someone once throw a, a ball of paper at Sister Stella's head and she didn't notice. That's brilliant. <laughs> it bounced off. <laughs> we were watching, I think we were watching Sister Act again and someone just <laughs> lobbed this uh, scrunched up bit of paper at her head and it bounced off, hit the floor. She didn't even flinch. Oh, wow. She was just so engrossed. Sister <laughs> Act. <laughs> like a documentary for her. Uh, he also said he remembers the head boy of the school hiding out in Burger King, probably eating bacon double cheeseburger <laughs> meal when it was all kicking off. Right, number one, one, I wasn't hiding. Number two, it was a Whopper meal. <laughs> That's all I've got. I've got an image in my head. You know when like George Bush was at that school? Yeah. Someone walks over and tells yeah, yeah. you it's all kicking off at the school I'm and you just on... sit there nodding at your chips. No, I, I, yeah, I carry on reading the book to the children, basically. <laughs> I carry on reading the story. That's basically what I did. See, so, yeah, Archie, Archie goes on to say uh, that he, like, he, th- he thought he might have dropped out at that point, but he hadn't dropped out until uh, later in the year and he did, and he did take his A-level exams, but uh, it was a lost cause because he'd spent most of the year playing GTA San Andreas. What a game. Great what game. game. Great game. Fantastic game. Uh, and so this begs the question, where was I during the St. Columbus riot? Was I on holiday at the time? Did I have a day of lessons at St. Catharines? Was I playing the slot machines in the casino of Los Venturas? Was I in Burger nice. King with the head boy, also tucking into a delicious meal? Well, well that Burger King is famous for you. Archie had a very funny episode. <laughs> so he saw a girl that he quite liked and I think knew. Uh-huh. I think he'd met her and she was at the counter. He sidled up to her and was like, oh, hi. Went to pull out his wallet to pay for his Burger King <laughs> meal. Right. And in doing so, his retainer oh. flew out of his pocket. And landed at her feet. <laughs> and I remember this. He walked over, picked up his retainer, and just walked out of Burger King. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't get his meal. He, didn't, he just walked straight out of Burger King. <laughs> he didn't even say another word, so he just walked over, picked it up, gone. I love um, that. His thought so process yeah. is, well, I can't recover from this. Oh, that, yeah, this, this is over. <laughs> this, that's that's, that's that. that done. Um, yeah. well, the way I, the way I remember that, because we were all there, weren't we? Um, I wasn't there. I was told about it, I think. Oh, okay. I know I was there. Shepard was there as well, I think. Yeah. Uh, in, in my memory, it's almost like everyone else in Burger King knew what happened. Like the place went silent when this thing hit the floor oh. and skidded along to her feet. 
maybe I'm just remembering it more dramatic than it was. But it, like the music head, stopped, everyone yeah, turned yeah. around. It was dead silence as he just walked over, picked it up, and walked out. That's <laughs> so so brilliant. Yeah, that's such proper a perfect sitcom. reaction. Proper sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but can can we answer his question? No, no idea. No, I no idea where he. I, I mean, he could I have been anywhere. Yeah. Can we uh, get our American correspondent onto that? Yeah, you Catherine, find? if you can tell us where Archie was during the St. Columbus riots, that'd be ideal. <laughs> the War of St. Columbus. Thanks very much. Thanks. Joe? Uh, yes, Thomas? Do you have a quiz for us, mate? What do you think the answer is, mate? Well, after last week's debacle, <laughs> yeah. Have you actually re- I, I, have you downloaded an app for us? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do you know what? I know we're at the end of the episode now, and uh, this is a bad time to remember this. But I was going to award you guys uh, house points <laughs> just for oh. things that had impressed me, <laughs> but uh, I forgot to do it. So can, ne- can, next can time, we all agree it's a little harsh of Dumbledore to have the slithering <laughs> really colours up and then go actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's so out of order, he's isn't so he? So out of order. Like fair enough. Like <laughs> slithering, aren't going, but he must realise there's like eleven-year-olds that you're now gonna properly permanently because yeah, yeah, yeah. any eleven-year-olds are gonna go. Well, I hate Dumbledore. Yeah, for proper good he's not reason, doing himself really. any favors. He's is not he? doing himself any favors by having the slithering colours up hanging around and going <laughs> a little change of direction. <laughs> and he's a Gryffindor as well, Dumbledore. Mm. So he's, yeah, I know. <laughs> like as if people are probably go, oh yeah, he's favorite. He's you know favoritism. He, yeah, he's he's got some questionable um, teaching decisions. Like it's in the next one as well, where he's like, all the end of year t- exams are cancelled. It's like yeah, what an awful <laughs> thing for a school to <laughs> do. Does that what, mean yeah, how's end, next year going to work? Yeah, what, what, what about my newts? Like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. leaving the school. I'm not coming back. <laughs> it's my seventh what, year. What, what do we, I do? What are you going to do next year? Imagine somebody they said to us, oh yeah, uh, all exams are cancelled. So I leave the school with no GCSEs. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Like I've been here for five years and I leave with no qualification whatsoever. (laughs) How is this good news? I mean, that's that's in the book, isn't it? Like Dumbledore still does that in the book. Yeah. yeah, But the way Richard Harris plays it, he's he's such a prick. He's like, yes, yes, well done, Slytherin, well done, Slytherin. But (laughs) yeah, Yeah, I know it's so. Here we go. (laughs) And not only that, but he makes it so the points are like, oh, maybe oh, that's fair. Yeah, they draw. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know the the point the point system is? I mean, they make it up as they go along, don't they? Because like for defeating a troll, five points each. Mm. For telling your friends to not break the rules, ten points. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. Right. That does not for, for add winning up for a me. game of chess. But, but also honest. thinking you can take on a troll, just minus five points. That's minus a hundred, <laughs> mate. You could have, you could have been killed, Hermione. They actually got the points for sheer dumb luck. Sheer yeah, that's dumb. it, dumb luck. Talking of points scoring, go on. How's, how's the point scoring going to go in this quiz? Oh, oh, it's going to go very good. Although I've done the snitch, uh, very similar to uh, last week's. Uh, Who am I? Okay. Uh, although, as it's a snitch, it's obviously slightly more insane, and the points are quite high. Mm. Um, I love it. Right, Tom. Oh, no, sorry. You called last week. Pat, heads yeah. or tails? Uh, heads, please. It's tails. Oh, uh, I'll go second. You want to go second? Oh, <clears throat> sorry, I'm off mic. So you get the first set of questions. Uh, 
Next. Is that your impression of Joe? Is that how it works? <laughs> that's no, it's me impression. just trying to work it out. Oh. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. It's not that complicated, is it? No, you, you chose to go second, so you're going to get the first set of questions now. We're all, we're all learning together. Okay, so Patrick <laughs> Holland. Nothing. Patrick Jemima Holland. Mm-hmm. Okay. JFK Rowling. <laughs> Question one. When entering the zoo, you see a group of school children leaving. What colour is their uniform? Green. Correct. What is the incantation Hermione uses to start a fire? Oh. oh it's something like Dracum Spartus or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's uh, Lacanum Inflammare. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, no, that one. How does the note accompanying the invisibility cloak end? Use it wisely. Oh. Use it well. Uh, he's pulled it back, Tom. Uh, all right, okay. Tom, so are you allowing that? Second. Are you allowing yeah, that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. deferring uh, to you. Are you allowing that? Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm allowing Thanks, it. man. Okay. You're not going to win the snitch. Well, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> no, I never do. I'll give you Thanks for the false hope. You'll chew one. What type of dragon does Hagrid hatch? Norwegian Ridgeback. Correct. What is the last line of the film? Not really. The bit before it? Oh, uh, I'm not going home. Not really. Correct. Yes. Very well done. Thank you. And last one. Who did Gryffindor play in this film's Quidditch match? Oh, you bludger. <laughs> you absolute bludger. Slytherin. It's a bludger. Oh, damn it! Oh, unlucky, God, Patrick. Minus two points. So you're down. It's two points for Pat. Okay. <laughs> so wait, what happened to those you know what, those points I was going to get earlier? Like if if we said things you liked and I could. Yeah, I forgot to you do said it. Didn't nothing I? he liked. <laughs> yeah, no, you've you've both frankly had a very disappointing episode. <laughs> I'm going to be edited out of the whole episode. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> it's literally just going to be Joe going some problems. With the film. <laughs> right, right, Thomas, are you ready for some questions? Get him, Joe. <laughs> Young Holden. Um, right. right. What is Harry's first line in the film? Yes, Aunt Petunia. Correct. Oh, well done. How many presents did Dudley receive for his 10th birthday? 37. Correct. Well done. Didn't fall for it. Right. Uh, which chess piece takes out Ron? Uh, the Queen. Correct. In which pocket of Harry's does the Philosopher's Stone turn up in? 50-50, Tom. It is 50-50, especially because he's looking in the mirror at the time. <laughs> uh, That's confusing. His, his right pocket. Correct. Well done. Uh, which actor plays Vernon Dursley? I know it, but... Yeah, uh, Richard Griffiths. Correct. Uh, and what is Harry's surname? <laughs> Dudley. No, it's Potter. Unlucky, mate. Oh. <laughs> Five out of six for Tom. Oh, I hate this game so much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the thing about, the thing about um, Dumbledore with his point scoring is a bit unfair. <laughs> to be fair, though, Tom, how'd you get that wrong? Yeah, I mean, it's the title of the book, mate. Yeah, I I just for some reason I assumed that they'd given him his name. (laughs) Okay, so it's uh, it's five to two, 
But Pat can still come back, even if he gets That's it. That's not on me. The... It's five o'clock. <laughs> oh, that is absolutely glorious. No. I couldn't. I couldn't. I had no way of checking the, the actual time. Uh, do you not wear a watch? <laughs> no, no. I'm always on the phone. Uh, okay. So right, Tom is winning five two, and this is the snitch. Uh, so points available. If you get it on the first clue, or with it, sorry, without a clue, if you get it, it's worth 150 points. If you get it on possible. <laughs> oh no, because it's, there's a question and then there's clues. Sorry, oh, okay, I should have okay, explained. Okay. It's absolutely my fault. So I've got a question. If you get it without a clue, it's 150 points. If you get it with all five clues, it's worth five points. And is this where we can have a guess for each clue? You can have a guess yeah, for each okay. clue, yeah. Right. Uh, okay, so the question is, what do the letters G, M, B, W, P represent? G, M, B, W, P. Yeah. What from the film, this is film-specific... Do they represent? Okay, shall I move? Oh, on? No, no, no. You got something? G, say it's G M B B W P W P Golf Mike Bravo Whiskey Papa. Thank you very much. Is that is that it? That's the phonetic alphabet. That's the phonetic no, no, alphabet. No, phonetic no, alphabet. no. <laughs> Golf because we like golf. Mike because Pat lives with Godfrey. <laughs> uh, whiskey, we drink it. Uh, bravo for getting it work right. Papa, uh, Harry doesn't have a dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Neither do I. <laughs> halfway Harry here. So you it's are G M B W P. George, Molly, incorrect. Bill, uh, Pat. What's the other one? W. Weasley Percy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're wrong. Um, Gringotts. Incorrect. Money okay. bank. Cl- wizard. <laughs> pensions. <laughs> Can I say, both of them, good guesses. I know, right? <laughs> I, right, just to clarify, I said, what do they represent, not what do they stand for? Okay, clue one. Oh, minus. They, right, so they, if you get it on this, it's 100 points. They shouldn't be in that order. Is the first clue. So that Weasley thing could have, shouldn't be in that order. Yeah. Um, they shouldn't be in that order. Mm-hmm. Oh, hang on. Is it... Um, yeah, it's, it's when they come out of the sorting hat. Because Tom, Ranger. 100 oh, points. yes. Well yeah. done, it's mate. It's really annoying. Hermione, Hermione goes Granger. up first. Granger, Malfoy, Bones, Weasley, Potter. Yeah. Outrageous. So yeah. the next the next clues would have been McGonagall is responsible but not to blame. Yeah. As in she read them out, but it yeah. was Chris Columbus. Uh, should be in alphabetical order. It should have started with A for Abbott and yes, the letters. Hannah Abbott is the first in the book. Yeah. That was a good oh. question and clues. <laughs> I liked that. Thank you. Yeah, very good question. Thank and you, once guys. again, I, you need to do some snitch training. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not a seeker, mate. I'm not a seeker, am I? <laughs> oh, very good. But to all you ladies out there, I'm a keeper. Oh, I, t- I was, I was, I was <laughs> helped. <laughs> Tell you what, I, what we need to do before the end of the episode. What's that? Tell to reveal the answers of. Oh, of good point! Good cryptic point. Cryptic clues. The cryptic clues. So uh, they were as follows. Um, number six was uh, E. Mother. Mm-hmm. And the answer, Molly. Pat, you, Molly. Oh, Molly. Lovely. Number seven. This is a very. Hard I don't know one. why that it doesn't make sense. Roll dawn about obscure branch of magic was wand law. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Kind of see that, yeah. Number eight. Hold on. Family like a stoat adds messed up question. 
Oh, that's uh, Weasley. It is Weasley. Well done, Johnny. Because I'm assuming uh, Stoat uh, is a weasel, yep. and the messed up question is why. Yep. I mm. guess. Uh, goddess mixes up Vol. Excellent girl. Mixes up Vol is uh, Vol's anagram of love. Goddess, goddess of love. Luna, love good. Ex- yes. Excellent. Good. Excellent. 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 Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wolf mother, question mark. Wife wolf, like wolf, without ecstasy was marauding, is Remus Lupin. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the five we're going to give you, we'll tweet these out and uh, we'll also put them on our Facebook page. Yep. Well done Num- to anyone who got those. Well done way. to anyone who yeah. got those. Um, number 11. Muddled boars after frocks worn at fancy parties. Muddled boars after frocks worn at fancy parties. Five, five. I got this. Yeah, I got this. Number 12. Irritations like being left out of the movies. Number six. I think we got that one. I think we've got that one. I've got several. 13. 13. Prostitute thieves sounds like a soul container. Definitely got this one. That's a, that was. I think this is the. That's the easiest one. Fourteen heroin starter for school nurse. Five. Oh, that was that was the first one we all got. And the last yeah. one. Fifteen. Delicious. Now with vitamin R. Enclosed shopkeeper. Six. So yeah. um yeah, if you want to get in touch uh, with the show, you can on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook at a a t t a pod, or you can do it via email a a t t a pod at gmail dot com. Um, thanks very much for listening. Uh, once again, um, we really appreciate uh, any reviews that you can leave us. Leave us uh, if you recommend us to a friend, uh, thanks very much for getting involved in the show. If you do uh, want to crack at the question, uh, crack at the uh, cryptic clues, or you want to ask us a question uh, about how we feel about the show, if you're currently rewatching the movies, rereading the books, please get in touch. Um, I've been Tom Toll. I've been Patrick Holland, and I've been Joe Power. And this has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter and Facebook at AATTAPod, or you can send us an email. The address is AATTAPod at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. Until then... <sighs> Hello, and welcome to After... Higher, higher energy, mate. That was high. No, that was the, that's the lowest you've done it, mate. <laughs> that was never the lowest. That's the lowest you've done it. Right? Is this something you guys have got planned? No, not no, at all. No. Was that? What did you? That think? was that was low. No, I don't, I, you, uh, you practically sighed uh, it out. Ah, uh, right. Patrick Holland. That wasn't the lowest you've done it. Thank you, mate. But it was pretty low. But I would have, I would have gone with it, and uh, of course you would have, because we could just keep building up. Yeah, exactly. You know what you're doing. You're I'm a professional. professional. Come on, mate. <laughs> All right. Right, one more one more one more go. And then I'm going home. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Hello! <laughs> and welcome to After All This Time Always Podcast. <laughs> Is that high enough, mate? Is that Ow. Yeah. Yeah. Ow one. Ow one. Uh <laughs> B two. Yeah. Um uh, somewhere in between, somewhere ideally, in between. mate. Cut the <laughs> Cut the difference. Split the difference.